0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! So we've got a Mutt hat trick, which is just, <laughs> which is just Mutt <laughs> three weeks in a row not showing up for shows. Yeah,
0: unfortunately. I it believe that's bad. three in a row.
1: No, it's a, we actually, you know, we, we love to rag on the Mutt Man, and it's a, very, it's a low-hanging fruit to go for the not-here-for-the-show joke, which yeah, I think is it, a bit stale. Yeah, maybe we need to work on some new maybe, material. Probably. I think we, we've gotten complacent with our, with our material since the end of football season. Complacent? A lot of the,
0: I don't know about complacent. I've been here every episode.
1: Well, complete. no, I mean complacent with our creativity. Oh, okay. Oh, no, we haven't missed an episode. We've done an episode every week when Rob Bradford had us do this. He yep. said, never Consistency miss a week. Is key. We have never missed a week of, uh, of shows, regardless of, uh, you know, scraping the bottom of the barrel. And when, this uh, may
0: technically be a day late, but we're still posting an episode this week because we are committed to the craft. We are dedicated to this sport.
1: Unlike Mutt. Exactly. So uh, uh, immediately after ripping on myself for that humor, I'm going to go right back to it because... So so M- Mutt's not here just couldn't just couldn't be here which is fine we're yep. in a different studio so I can't, I I, I, w- I would call him but you know M- Mutt well, he did make an appearance at least last week on the episode he went to Vegas he called in to tell us that he was later going to tweet some pics which he did not tweet so he, <laughs> he called in so on a podcast Teased that he was going to tweet the picks, yep. and then didn't even do that. Yeah, so we're bad. like three, we're like three degrees of laziness removed.
0: He then texted me the next day saying, "Shawn, I'm really in the hole here. I need a pick to get me out. What do you got? What do one you pick? Him? Send it for the world." I gave him the Mavericks, and you know what? It hit because I gave it on Dan and Keith earlier that day. It was like Mavericks by four, and they covered by like twenty. So oh it wasn't even close.
1: And now, so you told me right before we started recording that we would not talk about last week because you went one and two. So we're not <laughs> so going to do ta- that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're just to be, just to be clear, it.
1: because you went one and two, we're not going to discuss no, that you I, went one No, I and mean, two. I'll talk
0: about it. I they, I hit on the heat over, which Mutt for some reason, took the under. I just missed on the Heat actually beating the Hawks. For some reason, Trey Young decided to drop 50. And um, Memphis is on a weird skid right now and lost two back-to-back games uh, to the Kings and somebody else. I think it was the Lakers, so that one was reasonable. But, I mean, overall, it is what it is. I survived.
1: Yeah, I know a lot about that. Yeah, you
0: do. You're <laughs> an NBA expert. That's
1: why you're here. That, Yeah, that's why when football season ended, I stopped giving picks on this. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, nothing to even base it on anymore. Well, okay, bit. so I need to ask your stance on one thing because we brought this up on Dale and Keith today, okay. uh, minus Keith with Andy Hart. Yep. So last week, while Mutt was in Vegas, I was taping Mutt in the studio here while he recorded some interviews with yeah, with folks down there. But I left it running, so Mutt and I were talking the whole time, but it was still recording. Yeah. And Mutt, that Mutt reacted to the Taylor Gabriel trade. I thought that
0: was tremendous, which right was funny.
1: Either. But Dale, uh, both Dale and Andy Hart seemed like disgusted that I was secretly recording. Mutt as if but you Mutt, weren't
0: secretly recording, Mutt knew he was
1: recording, yeah, he was actually being recorded. Yeah, it's like the same way how when we, you know, that there are inside Radio Kids, uh, there are some interviews that we tape that aren't live here. And yep, like the other true. day, when uh, which Dale said this at the end of the Peter King interview, anyway, Peter King was talking to us about Jason Tatum, which that I saved just in case, but. Typically, when we do those interviews, I delete whatever is said before the interview actually starts. Exactly. But mutt has been being secretly recorded for years and years. This isn't a new thing. Also, it was not used. Ma- it was not used uh, with ma- maliciously. No. With malice intent. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, well, so stuff, what is your a lot of the
0: stuff the 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 faux pause he made when doing the Red Sox broadcast is because little inside radio. I happen to be one of the guys who does the Red Sox broadcasts, and what you would do when we had the pregame is Mutt mo- would pre-record a segment every once in a while. Yep. And so sometimes he would stumble, but we wouldn't pull those out of the pre-recordings. We would pre- play the clean stuff over the air. But when we just save the file, it still has the mess yeah. ups in it.
1: And so and then Ken people and like Curtis. Ken and
0: Curtis could go back in, <laughs> grab it, and use it on their shows later.
1: But they, they seem particularly disgusted that when I told, informed them that in our old building, you could literally listen in on any of you our can, studios. You
0: can do that in this building.
1: You can, but no one knows how to do it. I've seen it in action before, but I've never actually... So, well, that being said, what is your stance on the Patriot Act? Uh... <laughs> next that's the, that's the one that makes it so they can record us whenever whenever they want. Oh. All yeah, that crap's like real that. too. Like this little, this little. There's an FBI agent right now there's watching not me. There's an FBI agent. There absolutely there. is. There isn't. Uh, uh, sorry, no an, uh NCIS agent. If they did, they've agent. seen a
0: lot of men's genitalia, and I don't <laughs> think anyone wants to see that. I mean, it's true.
1: Unless it's Jeff Darlington's.
0: Uh, I no, nah, that's not accurate. That's a handsome I, man. I think Jeff Darlington is a very handsome man, but I would rather not see another man's genitalia. Thank you. Okay,
1: well, we'll save that for the male genitalia podcast. <laughs> <laughs> little inside radio. There you go. All right, Chime. <laughs> <laughs> I just went off the rails So, completely. so, so, what do you, what do you got for us this week?
0: Um, so right off the bat, Friday night, uh, I love, 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 love the uh, Colorado Avalanche are traveling to the mm-hmm. Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, I mentioned this on the Dale and Keith program already. Uh, if you heard it there, but now you're hearing it again. But we're so not allowed to use the
1: music that we use exactly. there here.
0: And and I we have and I don't get accosted for my picks here. Um, so I'm, I really like the Avalanche tonight. You're getting them at even money for some reason. They're an underdog traveling to Carolina, um, which didn't really make sense to me because Carolina's two starting goalies are both injured. Both of their goalies are injured. They're starting a guy named Anton Forsberg.
1: They're not who, starting a Zamboni driver this week. No, though.
0: they're not. They've Shockingly upgraded. They've upgrade, upgraded at the deadline. Driver. Yep, uh, they picked up this guy who hasn't made a start in the NHL all season, mm-hmm. and in his career is 11 24, and four in the NHL. Uh, that does not bode well for the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, especially because aside from the fact that uh, Anton Forsberg is the starting goalie for Carolina tonight, the Colorado Avalanche are one of the best teams in hockey right now. They're just they can Nathan McKinnon is playing at uh, at at the top of anybody's level, and overall they're one of the probably the top two team in the West, if not arguably the best team in the West. Uh, and, and so like I don't, I I think Carolina just walks here tonight. So I think it's I think it's really good, uh, really easy money. Um, and that then, was and that,
1: that was puck luck with uh nip slip shine. Yeah,
0: nip slip or is Andy called me side nip shine side
1: nip shine. Uh,
0: and then I also Friday night. I also really like the Wizards getting ten and a half uh, at the Jazz. Jazz haven't co- have only covered a ten point spread once in the last month, and they've lost four straight. And Bradley Beal has been hotter than just about any scorer uh, in the NBA as of late. Uh, he scored fifty, fifty three, and then thirty six. I, th- I believe is it thirty or thirty six? And uh, the only person that's comparable at that at this point right now over the la- that kind of spread uh, stretch is Jason Tatum. And so, honestly, I don't see the Wizards losing by that many points. They're not very good, but I don't see them losing by a ton of points. Hold on one second. Nick Fryer just texted me.
1: Oh, is he going to come up and sling some, uh, is he going to walk in with his new pair of cowboy boots to show us? I guess. He's coming live from Celtics practice. We might even get a scoop. might get a scoop. Holy smokes.
0: Uh, And then we can get his opinion on my Wizards pick tonight. uh, And then on the weekend, over the weekend, there's uh, two picks that I really like. I actually really like both of Saturday's XFL games. It's the Wildcats are playing in New York against the Guardians. That over-under right now is 39. The Wildcats scored 39 points by themselves last week. I really like that over, and uh, I actually also like the over in the other Saturday game, which is the Seattle Dragons at the St. Louis Bla- Battlehawks. Uh, that's 38-and-a-half right now. I think what Vegas is doing is the beginning of the season with the XFL, they set all their numbers really high, expecting teams to score a bunch of points. Teams didn't score a bunch of points, and now they're overcompensating, and they're going a little low, so I think this is a time where you can really kind of capitalize on Vegas not knowing what to expect from an XFL team yep. and kind of betting the over here.
1: Okay. Now, a little a little tease ahead as well here. Cuz we are in the end of February. Yep. March is coming up right now. Yes it is. As of now, so some March there will be some March madness content on this uh on this channel here. As of right now, the odds on favorite to win the National Championship is Kansas at uh plus 650. Okay. Coming in right behind them tied is uh Duke Baylor and Gonzaga. Gonzaga All three of the of them are tied three800 oh damn was that eight to one yeah I was gonna say
0: I was gonna say I'd probably dabble in Gonzaga but mm-hmm. so the issue with this is is because it's getting closer and closer to March Madness, those numbers are getting lower and lower whereas earlier in the season they were a little higher I wasn't I'm not as much of an expert in college basketball as I would like to be uh so I wasn't able to attack those numbers earlier on Right now, my I would lean to a team like Duke or Gonzaga, but, I mean, it's really, uh, the Mar- that's the beauty of March Madness. It's really anybody's game, and kind of predicting who's going to win it all is almost like a fool's game. You're better off just betting. Um,
1: it's a fool's game, kind of like gambling.
0: <laughs> no, Cam is not a fool's game.
1: It's a smart people's don't, game. Don't besmirch the... Uh... Uh,
0: but if you if you have a team you like, so you like Gonzaga, you're probably better off just betting heavy on them in those earlier rounds and rolling your money over every week uh, until they face a more difficult opponent, in which time then you can kind of back off, and you'll probably still make as much, if not more money uh, that way than putting a futures bet on them now. That 800's just not a lot. It's, right. it, like, if that's... 2500 then yeah, it's probably worth it. But at plus 800 like if you're betting a unit, so say your unit's $100, you're betting $100 on Gonzaga to win $800, you are better off just betting Gonzaga as the favorites all the way through up until uh, the uh, Final Four mm-hmm. and just rolling your money over, and you're going to probably end up with more than $800 that way. Because you, if you just placed a $100 bet for them to cover a spread you're you're getting back what 90 percent of that so you're getting ninety dollars now you're at 190. you roll that over now you're at 370 360 something like that. you roll that over now you're already up to eight hundred dollars um and then, so if you keep doing that you're ended up you're gonna end up making more money than if you bet the future's bet on them now would be my opinion
1: so this is gonna this is gonna go down as probably our shortest episode ever. Yeah. although we typically tend to stretch the episode so maybe that's for the best.
0: Also true. You know because we we'll, we'll come we'll be like 20
1: minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes and it's like 45 minutes.
0: Yeah, well it's cuz we always have an extra bit we want to get to or uh, something we need to make fun of Mutt for. Oh, oh,
1: oh, hold on. I'll ask you. What is your what is the bet that you are that you are leaping into in honor of Leap Day? <laughs> the bet that you are leaping into. Uh, so the since, bet that you see. I want you to hold on. I want you to open a fresh not nothing you've picked. Fresh page. Fresh
0: ESPN. That's fresh page right and
1: just your knee jerk reaction. You see a bet, you're like I'm leaping into that. knee for, jerk. For
0: Leap Day knee-jerk reaction, uh, the Bruins going to the Islanders. The Bruins are underdogs right now. I don't know why you would make the best team in hockey, arguably, an underdog traveling to the Islanders. Islanders have been pretty good. Uh, they got a couple pieces at the deadline. But it's the best team in hockey. They have the the uh, leading goal scorer in David Pasternak. Tugorask has played very well. I expect him to start. They had today off uh, after beating the Stars last night. So Saturday... Uh, afternoon, 1 o'clock game, Bruins at Islanders. Bruins are currently the underdog. I'm leaping right into that pick, right into that pick. Throw a half a unit on that sucker, and I'm good to go.
1: Chris Side Nip Shime, is yeeting it into the Bruins Islanders. Bruins underdogs going to the Islanders tomorrow afternoon. I tomorrow that's afternoon, one o'clock. One o'clock, one o'clock game. So that'll be perfect because tomorrow, as I told you, I'm going on a booze cruise. Oh, uh, tomorrow that's night. right for it's, your it's, buddy's it's birthday, gonna, right? It's gonna be just yeah. So my, I, I have a college one, one of my best friends, and then two of his college friends are all leap year babies. That's amazing. So we are that's going. T-
0: also shocking. The the odds of that is tremendous, and
1: I actually took the odds for it in 1994, and the return was big.
0: Oh well, all right, that's why I'm able go.
1: to work in radio. Of course, that's exactly why. <laughs> I'm say I say up- I parlayed this, the three of them. together. Isn't this
0: the booze cruise you guys attempted to get Ja Rule to come to?
1: So uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was there was communications between uh, our party and Ja Rule's agent, and Ja Rule's agent said that the minimum Ja Rule will take for appearance fees is forty thousand dollars. <laughs> to which the gentleman writing the email replied, "We're talking about the same Ja Rule, right?" <laughs> like I feel like Ja, ja Rule has de- Ja Rule must have depreciated at some point in the last twenty years, and then after Firefest last year, I would assume it's weird because you All think the blood. stock you think the stock would go down after Firefest, but it actually it actually went up. Uh, he actually made it into the studio we were about to end the episode but then Nick Fryer just walked in to um, I guess he's going to give some like NBA takes so what, what we're going to do I'm going to let you two shoot the shit about the NBA and I'll just uh, Nick stand over there stand over there and I will send this mic over to Nick <laughs> like and you out guys, of breath you guys can talk and I'll just hang out for a little bit <laughs> hi
2: I ex- Nick I thought it was I thought it was done I figured you guys were done when I texted you I just we got out uh,
0: yeah we just uh, we were just we we started rolling. He was doing promos. I was uploading the hour. And uh, here we
2: are. I was waiting for freaking Marcus Smart, and then Nothing. couldn't couldn't get him. No, cause he, any scoops from practice? We got any scoops? Well, Kemba Walker is still out, and then Robert Williams has been activated, which obviously is huge for everybody right. looking to bet on the Rockets game.
0: Okay, okay. Well, how are you leaning in that game? Are you leaning Celtics or Rockets? I,
2: don't I, think I was, I was being sarcastic I about no. the the whole Robert Williams Feels thing. Bad, but he, but. Um, I would take the Celtics in this. Okay, so one of my picks for the weekend. i got to get your
0: opinion on it, how mm-hmm. you feel about it. Um, tonight, the Washington Wizards are traveling to the Utah Jazz.
2: Utah the, Jazz. The Utah Jazz. <laughs> that, is it. that was in my um, head the entire game the other night, yep, by
0: the way. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. And uh, the Wizards are getting 10.5 points traveling to the Jazz, who have now dropped four straight. Yeah. How do you feel? I'm taking the Wizards. You are. What- I am taking the Wizards. Really? Yes. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a wizard, Harry Potter.
2: Oh, I don't know about that, Shime. I mean, look, I get it that they're struggling and everything, but I mean, you're at home, and this is a time—that's a game to reset on. And you go. And is make, it though? Like Bradley yes. Beal has been literally on fire. Like there's there's
0: only what one. What goes person, up must come down. There's only one person that's been hotter than Jason Tatum over the last week,
2: and it's Bradley Beal. This is true. So both St. Louis guys. That's yeah, you know St. Louis strong, right they there. They
0: could go and. And the Washington doesn't have to win. No, they just right. have to not lose by more than 10 points. Right. And fun fact for you, mm. the Utah Jazz have covered a 10-point spread against anybody once in the last month. Really? Once. Huh. And that's not even if the spread was 10 points. I'm just saying in any win that they've had over the last month, they've only won by more than 10 points once. Really? Yep. So, again, I think the way Bradley Beal's scoring, the way the Utah Jazz have been playing, I think them winning by more than 10 is unlikely I think they win
2: but wait wait wait, wait. you have the jazz okay got it got it you have so I have the there. wizards yes. getting
0: 10 and a half points mm. so they just have to not lose by by 11. double digits yeah okay
2: and they can even lose by 10 I just, the thing is, why are you betting on a freaking Wizards game, man? Like, that's where you're playing with fire right now. But, what do that's you where mean? the big bucks are.
0: I just hit the other night. You're, you're
2: on relying a, on the Wizards to do anything good. That's what i, I mean. I just
0: hit the other night on a Raptors Mavericks parlay where they combined covered the two spreads by three points. What? Yeah, it was pretty lit. Wait, there were two? Sp- how, what? The Mavericks were. F- Laying five and they okay. won by six, and the Raptors were like laying seven. They won by nine. Okay, really? Wow, yeah. that's oh, look it's fantastic. You.
2: Look at you! You're I was very happy. Well, I mean, when you're seeing the field, uh, seeing the board so well. Well, clearly. so my my
0: NBA records is better than any record in any other sport that I have. Really? Yes. So, and the thing i have noticed with my with my NBA betting is it's very streaky. When I'm hot, I'm I am red hot. Like I have gone on streaks of twelve straight correct, nine straight correct and then 11 straight correct.
2: Do you know who your streak is right now?
0: Uh I am I so I had I'm coming off of a like 2 and 5 performance. I've won the last two straight. Okay. So I've won 4 out of the last 9, but I'm 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 so, based on based heater. on how you. The way I work, streak, I'm currently
2: heating up. You're heating in, in, a, in the middle of a heater. So then I would so say I go with your gut. I would go yeah. with, yeah, ride go in yes. Forget, Forget anything else. You're right. <laughs> ride with the gut. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Are exactly. there any other ones you got coming up this weekend? Uh, let's take a look at the. Uh, so the I don't ish- know about the Celtics one. Like, that's. I don't know that's going to be So Celtics
0: play tomorrow against the Rockets there's no line out right this Oh I'd love for to know it. the over under um, on that one
2: though cuz that's going to be a lot of sp- points you expect a lot of points card It's, it's going to have to be because I mean James Harden is going to fill it up and then you got Russ out there too I mean they they're they're, they're Live or die by the three, man. So it's either gonna be way over or way under. So uh, two really of the close.
0: games that I have. Uh, so you can follow if you follow me on the Action Network app, you can get any of the picks that I like for the night uh, and that I'll probably bet on my own time. I don't. I don't unfortunately have time to give them out all in the air all the time because you know we only have four hours to do radio here. Right. And yep. I'm not even technically on the radio. I just behind the glass. So I'm just here <laughs> to do my thing. Uh, but if you follow me on the Action Network app. Uh, you can find out exactly what I like to bet any night of the week. Uh, tonight, two of the things I actually really like. I love uh, the Pelicans. Okay, Who are, they are currently with? laying twelve and a half against the Cavaliers. Pelicans um, are at home. Drummond is out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I,
2: I. That's one. That's one that you're you're definitely. I, I like that pick a lot. You're definitely safe on that one, especially with Zion being back and everything. They're just gonna. Yes, that's a, See, that's a safe bet. yeah see, now, and if you're so relying on the normally,
0: normally, my rule of thumb is don't bet on spreads of more than 10-plus points when you're picking the favorite, but in this situation, I'm breaking that it's, rule. It's the Cavs, man. They're and I'm hot. The Cavs are really bad. Drummond, who's their best player, is out, and the Pelicans are healthy, and I, they're playing pretty well. I like so, that one. Uh, So I like normal there. And then Denver and the Clippers play tonight as well. I'm avoiding the game itself. I'm going with the Over.
1: The mm. over right now
0: is set at two eighteen and a half. and hmm. So, and the Clippers, I believe, have yeah. covered this uh, all but like twice or three times in every game they've played in the last month.
2: Really? So, yeah. I think it's, I actually don't hate that one because essentially they would have to have one team score 110 and one score 109, right? And you're fine if it's a one point game. Yes, exactly. Yeah, then you'd be fine. Then I'd, so, three, I'd go with that one.
0: three times in the last month they haven't covered that number. The Clippers. So I just, I I like that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a a pretty, I think those are two very good teams. That's why it's right now the line is set at six and a half in favor of the Clippers. Um, But the other night the Clippers were playing, uh, I think it was Memphis. And it was just Kawhi, Paul George, Patrick Beverly were on the court. And for whatever reason, they just decided, all right, let's buckle down here for the next 12 minutes. Let's just play basketball. Like, let's (laughs) lock it down. Let's go. Let's, yeah, let's Let's 100%. Like, imagine this is a playoff game. And the Grizzlies couldn't score. They... Dominated them. That, that like the Clippers concern. are really hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that would be my only thing.
2: Uh, only yeah, the Grizzlies I the Clippers, are, they I think they lost Jaron Jackson in that game yes, and yes, that's huge. Yep. And then I don't know when they lost Brandon Clark. It might have been in that game or afterwards, but losing Jackson is huge. Yeah, and that.
0: Denver's a much better team. So I don't expect the Clippers yeah. to lock down Denver the way they did to Memphis, right. but I expect Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Patrick Beverly to come out and just
2: rip shots. Like, I like th-
0: I I I'd expect them to score a lot. Well, of points. You don't
2: forget about Lou too, right? Or yeah, she, yeah, he's healthy. Yeah, but but um, but the thing is, yeah, when you're playing against a good team, like holding down a good team now in the NBA is like holding them to like 109. Yeah, exactly. Like in that range. So and you're that's fine. why
0: when, normally when I'm looking at NBA over unders, uh, I if anything's under 220, I immediately start doing research into the two teams playing. Mm-hmm. If anything's under 210, I almost always will bet the over there. I think it's. I, I, yep. I'm three and zero in doing that in the last like month, mm-hmm. um, so that helps. But I, it's just something about the way the NBA game is progressing. They're just they're going towards the more points. The only time you kind of avoid Because they like play defense. Yeah, and, and those low numbers, the only time you want to avoid that is when you get a, a game between like Charlotte and the Knicks because yeah. either both teams are going to score a gajillion points because they don't play defense or neither team is going to score at all because neither team can shoot. Mm. So those are the only kind of like low total games that I tend to avoid. But any other pair of teams in the league that's set at like 209, I'm gonna bet the over, especially. It's it's almost a lock if the Atlanta Hawks are playing and the total is under 215. You yeah, bet the over.
2: That honestly, you bet the over. They the don't play one.
0: defense and Trey Young puts up a gajillion points.
2: Yep, that is the easy. Uh, it's gotta be the easiest bet in basketball right now. Yeah, for sure. When that and, and I
0: think Vegas still struggles sometimes because they think that it's like ah, oh, Trey Young can't put up that many points tonight, and then he'll drop 50. <laughs> and it's challenge like, accepted. Yeah, exactly. It's challenge accepted but with
2: um but there I, there are a couple games that I've been like that's why I was thinking about the clippers cuz I know I, remember, I can't remember when they played the thunder but that was like a 90-88 game it was like two teams with some some decent yeah. firepower yep So there are a couple teams out there that you got to be careful. And like a game, a game,
0: a stay-away game tonight, and you can kind of jump on this if you want to. Uh, You get the Bucks and the Thunder. It is in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee is unbelievable at home. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong; they are tremendous, but they're favored by ten and a half against an Oklahoma City Thunder team that, in the league right now, has been the best against the spread all year. There's something like thirty-five and twelve against the spread this year. Don't, yeah, don't. Uh, And that's just too many points. That the Thunder team, Chris Paul, is like. Trying to prove something, and then the rest of the team is playing unbelievably well around yeah. him.
2: He's following; everybody's following his lead right now. I love Shea Gil- Gilgis Alexander. He He's seems awesome. Real cool. And then, I, really like him. I mean, Steven Adams and obviously, what's his face, Schroeder is a pain in the ass too. Mm-hmm. So they have a good team, and every time they get to face, they, when they played them at Oklahoma City, I remember watching that game. It's like I, I, I was much higher on on OKC than everybody else coming into the year. Yeah, but I remember watching that game thinking. Damn, this is the Bucks. Yeah. Where the hell is this coming from? It was like a three-point game by the end of the night or two-point game. It was crazy. It's the—and
0: I said this was another team when we did totals at the beginning of the year. It's like the, it's like the Patrick Ewing theory. It's the opposite of Kyrie. Whereas you added Kyrie and got worse. By subtracting Russell Westbrook, you are now better. Oh wow! Okay, because well, because he just Dude, they he dominated see, he dominated possession so much but he that always it always
2: made it to the postseason.
0: No, I understand, and, and, and I understand. That. Scene, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying Westbrook's bad. This is not me saying Westbrook's bad. Okay. I'm just saying that for a team, from team perspective, the team itself is better mm. because it doesn't have Westbrook. It doesn't have a guy that is completely dominating the ball, mm. that is turning the ball over at a much higher rate than a lot of other people in yeah, the, the NBA. And, and, yeah, CP3 and. And so I think as a team, this team wants to just play together. Mm. It's like it's a lot of that Celtics mentality where it's team basketball. It's yeah, not superstar driven. And that's kind of why it's yeah. that Patrick Ewing theory where you pull the superstar out of the team and for some reason the team itself plays better. Yeah. Those pieces that didn't play so well with Russ are playing much better than you even thought they could.
2: Yeah, and I think people underestimated SGA too, because he Yeah, 100% he, I mean did. that's a big part of it. And Schroeder, yeah, that, in some ways I agree with you, but the other thing is just that Oh, man, I just don't. Russ gets hated on so much. And I love Russ. I, get... I love Russ. I, it's just, it's not, it's not, this is nothing
0: against Russell Westbrook. I think mm. Russell Westbrook is tremendous. I think the CP3 I thing is. It, the I told it, I raved about the Rockets before the season. I still yeah. like the Rockets, and they're hot right now. Well, they're hot just, right now. So hot right now. So hot. Hansel is so <laughs> hot right now. Uh, and And so Russ is like, the, I love it's, Russ. And the the it's problem. just, it's a. It's this weird theory that Bill Simmons has. It's called the Patrick Ewing theory, yeah. where you take a superstar out of a team, and those other pieces just play better. Yep. Sometimes it happens like that. Yes. It's just it's a chemistry thing. It's a it's a drive thing, a determination thing, a well, I'm see, gonna prove you
2: wrong thing. And I think it's more of an I can, can I prove you wrong thing. I just to get too much into we're getting yeah. deep into the Thunder basketball right now, but it's just um, basketball in general. It's well, fine. But I like the thing is they're still not what they were with. Rust there. That's no. why I. That's why I say like, yeah, they're good and they're surprising and everything, but they're not the same team as when he was there. And I know PG yeah. 13 was every, was there and everything, but um, yeah, I guess I'm just saying like, he, he, yes, they've outperformed, but I wouldn't say. I, I don't know if I can use the Patrick Ewing theory in that okay. instance. That, that's, fair that's, enough. That's you know what? Thing.
0: That's I'm that's, just, that's the that I'm one. gonna
2: die, uh, the sword. I'm gonna die on or hill. Okay, hill, hill? sword, hill. I don't know my sword. Because uh, falling on that sword, falling on the sword—that's risky. But that is the hill I will Confused die. Confuse the two metaphors. Yes, that's fine. I a lot. But thank
0: you, Nick Fryer, for stopping in. Uh, that's going to do it here on the Winners Club podcast. But this is uh, John, a uh, you know, collabor a network of podcasts,
1: if you will. So we're very close. Of Nick is almost on all the podcasts at this station. Yeah, he has. <laughs> he's almost. He's there. appeared
0: on like every single one except hashtag Dork, right?
2: Yep, well, no, not Skate Pod, not
1: off. Oh, day. Skate Pod, Skate Pod, you probably won't make won't it to. You. I hate to break it to we you. We don't mention. Well, I have to say, of the community though, I will say there's been a lot of news this week. So there has been. As far as Nick's podcast, The Five Out, goes, uh, off day Skate Pod, Bradfoe show. I would say subscribe and wait for the next episode. At this point, point. 100. percent Nick
0: Fryer's gotten in a beef with Lou Merlone. Got to oh, yeah. pay attention big, to that. Big man,
1: huh? For real, he's, he's how, in the big leagues now. That's how you do it.
0: I was on the uh, Lucina Lane podcast earlier yes. this week talking Bachelor. It was so much fun. And we're actually probably going to do that weekly now going So they forward. stole our content, Bachelor, basically. So now
1: we're going to have to come up with different ideas now. I mean,
0: we don't really talk Bachelor much. We did one episode here. Uh... But um uh, I found end. out right before we recorded this podcast, they're going to announce the next Bachelorette on Monday, which is really good news for me because it makes me feel like it's not somebody from the most recent season of The Bachelor, which I didn't want any of them. So that's perfect. I'm oh, very yeah, happy. Uh, I don't know. I'd actually have to look. I haven't looked about that. I got to yeah. check if there's odds on who the next Bachelorette is. But they know and they're going to announce it on Monday. So you can count me very excited.
1: So Lucy and Elaine, last one, we'll hashtag talk about Dork, on they Elaine argued podcast. about what their mad what their uh, what are they what do they dork call it? Madness. Dork madness. So, hashtag
0: hashtag Dork Madness. It's gotta be nineties albums, thing? right? Uh, so that's what actually what I voted for. That's uh, what, shockingly that's, enough, what that's what I voted for. I think it's I think you're gonna get the best bracket. Personally, I would have liked it if they changed Star Wars characters to Disney characters, where you have like a Star Wars corner, a Marvel corner, a Pixar corner, and a Disney corner. Like well, that's like what I said Disney. earlier.
1: And then you have an ESPN corner. So <laughs> when it comes, it, it's gonna come down to uh, Peter Parker versus Stephen A. Smith in the final <laughs> round. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be idea. tremendous, actually. But
1: I think that's uh, much better.
0: But yeah, no, I think I think '90s albums should win. '90s honestly. album.
1: That what they should do is they should just say, "Screw the vote. We're doing '90s albums." Yeah. Maybe, but I that's also Davey, the one Davey that's the one I'll get, I'll get most mad about. That though.
0: True. Uh, very true. Coming from so, a kid who releases <laughs> top 100 albums of the decade. Uh, yes. John New Gaga get,
1: song out today, by uh, the way. Jam Banger. banger. I've had banger. it for a month because I acquired it through uh, other means. We but know. We know. It's officially out today.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, no, I think they should definitely go with 90s albums. I think that should win.
1: And hashtag dorks got their Clone Wars episode out next week. Oh, yes,
0: they do. Ooh, fun fact. I see. So, uh, yeah, make sure to tune in to all those. Oh, Subscribe tweet to Happy podcast. Thanksgiving. Yes, tweet me a Happy Thanksgiving and follow us on Twitter at Winners Club Pod.
1: And enjoy the rest. And wait wait for Mutt to tweet out his picks on Twitter that he doesn't pick, give on the podcast. So, picks. enjoy fun. the rest of your weekend.